So this is now episode two of the diary. And I wasn't planning on doing it so shortly after doing the first one, just in one night. But uh, I, I felt like I should, if that makes sense. I did see that I had two people somehow find uh, episode one already, which kind of weird to me. I, I know two's not a big number, but like, I'm not expecting anyone to listen to this. This is for me, but I don't even understand why I'm doing it yet. If that can make any sort of sense to anybody. Um, and yet, this might be the only podcast out there that I don't want to follow. Like, the person making it doesn't want it to get popular. Um, but yeah, I was kind of sitting here, and I decided, okay, if I want to do another one, what am I feeling right now? That's what I'll do it on, and that one's going to be loneliness. So, as I said in the first episode, uh, I live currently in a very, very isolated place geographically on top of everything. It's just the one town, and then the next town's two and a half hours away with any sort of people in it. So, you know, it's a little different from where I grew up on the East Coast. It's small towns packed everywhere. Here, it's not like that at all. Um, but basically when I moved here from back home, I kind of slowly lost all of those friendships I had from, you know, my childhood into high school and even college. Just all those disappeared because when you're physically separated from those people, I, it's kind of hard to maintain those relationships at least it was for me anyways um i've been one of the people who if i want my friends to talk to me i always have to initiate it very rarely did i ever get a text or a phone call saying like, hey we're doing this come hang out with us or like hey you want to plan something for this weekend that that has probably happened to me as many times as i can count on my two hands which to most people you won't understand, but I know, I know this is how some people have to be, and that's how I am. If I don't initiate anything with my friends, who are my friends, nothing will happen. So, as soon as I can't physically be with the people, it, it's tough to maintain it. And, you know, I'm five years removed from living back on the East Coast, and all the people who I haven't talked to in three, four years, it's how would I even go about trying to rekindle that friendship? And it's also kind of rough because I was friends with a whole lot of uh, females back home. And it was strictly platonic. There was no, like, secret love interest or anything. But I feel like it'd be weird for females, friends, coming back after how long, be like, hey, what's up, how you doing? And then back up again. I don't know, I just have a fear that they think I'm trying to make a move romantically and not just you know be friends with them again just because i i don't know maybe that's what the majority of guys were doing just that's what they're going to interpret me trying to talk to get again i i know a bunch of them they probably understand that i'm just trying to talk to them again but uh i just don't want that misconception there it would make me feel bad which is also weird because that's not my intention but i'm gonna feel bad uh, where was I going with that? Yeah, like a couple of the people back home, I think I talked to one friend back home. And 
I say he's one of my closest friends, but we never talked about anything deep ever because our lives are so completely different. I left the house at 19 and, you know, got a, you know, military, so full-time job opposite side of the country, working since 19. And my buddy, he's 25, a year older than me, and he's still living in his parents' basement, no job. So it's two completely different lives, and it's like I can't connect with him on anything at a deep level because, like, just lifestyle-wise, there's not a lot of similarities. You know, I, I can't even, it's not like I can talk about work things with him because he wouldn't understand that. And it's not me dogging on him for, like, I love the dude, but it just, it's hard to have a two-way conversation when one person is completely not knowledgeable on the subject. And as far as my friends I had in the military, like, uh, it, it's rough. It really is, because, uh, you know, you meet your guys in basic training, you have your time there, like, you know, you all try to, you all lie each other on Facebook when you got out of basic training, get your phones back. You might talk a little bit, but nothing too much, I didn't make any close friends there. Go to my first base for training, you know, had friends there, socialize a lot, and then never kept in contact with anyone from there. Uh, second training school I went to because I failed my first one. Again, same thing, made a couple friends. I talked with them maybe maybe a year after we left that base, but then that stopped. And all my buddies up here from our currently stationed at, almost every single one of them are gone. Last person I got left my roommate. But the, the loneliness part is weird because my roommate's home with me right now, but it's almost like I'd rather sit here in solitude than go talk with him. He's across the hall. It's it's the weirdest thing. I don't understand it myself. I don't know if that's something that happens with people who are bipolar. I don't know if it's just me. Because then I get, I don't know if these are me things or if they're bipolar things. I have absolutely no fucking idea. It's... Uh... Before the bipolar kicked in, I was always hitting people up. Hey, let's go grab something to eat. Let's do this. Let's go out this weekend. And I would be social. You know, before it was, I would be so bored just sitting in my house doing nothing. I always tried to hit people up, see if we could do something. Even with people who I wasn't close with. You know, if I hang out, me and my buddy go out and he has a friend. We're talking a little bit. I see I see him a couple times. I'll hit him. I'll be like, hey, man, like, trying to get something to eat. And, you know, I think that's a reasonably social thing to do. But now it's, even if those people were still here, I don't feel like I'd be going out and hanging out with them anymore. And it's such a 180 from where I was. It's... It's, it's hard to remember what it was like, even though it's only a year or two removed from now. But just not... Oh, it, again. It's because there's no friends up here now. I don't really have anyone from back home to talk to. And it's not like I've had any you know, romantic life up here. So it's not like I have a girlfriend or anything else I can talk to or lean on for the not being lonely part. 
So you're kind of, I don't know if I just accepted my situation and it doesn't, like, I don't know if it even bugs me or not. Like, just being this lonely. I'm not trying to say I'm lonely and like a, oh, pity me, I'm a sad boy type of thing. But that that's what it is. It's, I go to work every day and that's my social life. That, that's the entirety of it. And then I go home and I sit here and play on my computer or watch YouTube videos, watch TV, something. Then I go to sleep and do it all again. There is almost zero going out to dinner with somebody, uh, going to do the sports I'd enjoy, which for me is tennis. Uh, there's no going out drinking at the bars anymore. I think, I think last year, or this this year, I think I might have gone to the bar. I would say I think two times in this full year, high end three, which is wild because I'm not a big drinker, but I, I wouldn't turn down like a year ago or later. I wouldn't turn down going to the bar with my friends. It was fun. And the fact that I kind of switched that lifestyle almost on a dime, it's like just thinking about it, it's, it's pretty weird. And I, I think that all happened, like kind of right when that bipolar kicked in January this year. I think it's when it happened. So another thing is, uh, again, we're isolated here. I wasn't talking to my friends, but... Uh, 2019, I uh, I started streaming on Twitch, and it took a little bit, but eventually I got a following, like a decent one, and uh, it was a very tight knit community because it was for a certain genre of game, and everyone in this community knew everybody, so when I would go live and stream. It'd be the same 40, 50 people in my chat watching me as it was every single day. So you became friends with the people. So let's say I stream three hours a day. That's three hours to where it's it's not like a posting a YouTube video. Like when you're live streaming, it's a two-way street of communication. So that was almost me socializing. And I streamed all the way from then up until... I want to say December of 2021, because I think that's when the bipolar started kicking in, but I didn't realize it until like late that month. And I, I tried doing it again uh, this month. It's like starting to stream up, but when you, you're that far removed from uh, doing it, it's, you know, no one's there anymore. It's like, because it, I wasn't like a huge streamer or anything, but in our community, like everyone knew my name. And even now, like, I'm I'm reconnecting with some of the people from those days. And even the new people know who I, I am just from, you know, the old clips and people talking about, like, the OG people from the community. But, you know, even if I, when I go live now, it's no one's there, which... It's rough because I liked Twitch because it was a two-way street. I had that socialization between me and the people watching. So to Twitch, when you don't have any people watching you or in your chat, there's no communication. You're just a dickhead with a face cam uh, playing a video game on the internet. Let me take a quick vape.
So I don't know if uh, that was kind of keeping me going for a while with the streaming and not making me feel lonely. But uh, like, there's not even a drive for me anymore to socialize with people. It's not there anymore. Like the urge to be around people isn't a thing. Like my new norm is just to go home after work and sit here. And then after work, the only time I, that was a nice voice crack. The only time I talk to anybody is like my mom or dad or my grandparents to give me a ring. That's it. So I, I'm kind of concerned because when I move back home and hopefully three, four months, you know, I got my one buddy who I mentioned earlier who's still there, but most of the people from high school and my childhood, they've all moved at least a few hours away for jobs. It's not like they're going to be there again for me to hang out with and socialize and go out with. And especially I'm worried about when I do take a new job somewhere, I'm going to, there's like a 1% chance I stay near where I grew up at. More than likely I'm moving at least three states away. So I'm, it wor it kind of worries me. Like when I get to this place, like even if I am fixed up mentally, like how am I going to make friends or well, yeah, basically make friends because you know, you, you, you're friends with the people you grew up with. Uh, and then, you know, military, you're stuck with the people. You have no choice, but to be friends with them, whether that's for the better or worse, but they're your friends, but even in college, cause I did go to college for a year, but I got there. I got pretty lucky. Uh, me and my one roommate I knew we had we had this option. You go, you can go to college early, one week early, and you get a single credit for like attending this one like almost intro to how to college class. It was pretty stupid. But so we went to college a week early, and uh, we were having like our dorm like, hey, here's the rules of the dorm meeting. Uh, there are two girls in the room. We're like, hey, let's go chat them up. Because, you know, we're, we're college men now. We we think we have the, I don't know, we think we're the shit now. So we go chat up these two girls. And it turns out they were literally the door across from our door. And we became super good friends with them. They were awesome. And I, I ended up making more friends with some chicks I was in class with. And eventually I had like these three or four different friend groups of uh, women that I'd always hang out with. I don't know why I didn't have any guy friends. Because me and my roommate started to not really get along. Like, we just didn't see eye to eye on things. So I was always hanging out with these uh, girlfriend groups. I didn't have a guy friend until the second semester. And I don't even remember how I met him. His name was Izzy. He was a really cool dude. So second semester, I actually had a dude to hang out with. But it was... Uh... I think college was the first time I actually felt lonely for a while. I remember, I think that was the first time I, that might have been the first time, honestly, where I had like a, you know, a bad low. I remember one weekend, I don't remember if it was just a low or I had like a girl problem. You know, I got like someone, shit went bad. But there was one weekend where I laid in my bed in my dorm room for a full weekend, didn't eat or drink. And I had left my bed one time to go pee. And I wasn't even asleep the whole time. I was just staring up at my ceiling. 
maybe that was like the first bipolar event I had or but it did now I wouldn't say that it didn't really feel like what it feels like now I don't know what happened but that was definitely the first time I felt lonely and again it's just I remember what that felt like it but you know back then when I felt like that it was a new feeling so I was actually worried about it and concerned but me right now I'm much more lonely now than I was back then, but I'm not worried about it now. It doesn't concern me. And I don't know if that's just because it's now what I'm used to. That's the new norm. But I hope that getting out of here, my current situation, uh, I'm hoping it's almost going to be like a new beginning for me mentally. So I am hoping that wherever I do end up going for work, I will be able to make those connections and not just be this person that I am now when it comes to a social life. Um, I don't want to go into lonely romantic-wise, romantically, because uh, I think that I'd want to save for a different segment of this. Because that could be a whole tangent on its own. I want to focus more so on the, the normal interaction things. Because right now, me going to the gas station and, you know, like, hi, how are you? To the cashier, like, oh, have a good day, you too. Like, that's a that's a social highlight of my day. It, it really is. Like, that's almost important to me now. I don't get it. I don't know if other people who are lonely, like truly lonely, I don't know if they come to accept it, I guess like I did, I'm assuming I did, or if they felt more so the pain that I did when I was in college and lonely. I don't know which one it is for most people. Again, I don't know if this is a me thing or a normal thing. I really don't. But I don't know how, when I do transition in life, how I'm going to flip the switch. I don't have an answer for that. Because I don't know if... I think my meds are good now. I'm pretty stable. I don't know if maybe it's a med change that needs to happen. And, you know, light switch turns on. And, oh, okay, now I'm back to my old self. I don't know if this is just a personality change for me because of what happened. But I'm going to hopefully have to find a way to just change, I don't want to say change personalities, but I guess change my lifestyle. Because although I feel content with now just coming home from work and sitting here and not talking to anybody, I know in my head that that's not a life that is worth living. Like, it doesn't make sense to, you know, live a full life of, what, 70 or 80 years old and not having people around you. But sometimes it almost, I almost feel like, I know I would rather have people around me than be, than be lonely, but sometimes it almost feels like I'd rather be lonely or depressed than be happy and social. 
I don't know if that's just a mental thing where that's not where I used to, but it's almost like I feel like that's where I'm supposed to be. Like, I'm supposed to be depressed. I'm supposed to be sad. I'm supposed to be the one dealing with these things. And I don't, I don't understand that yet, but I truly do feel like that sometimes. Sometimes, sometimes, uh, not coming out of depressions, but uh, I guess during them, I'll be there sitting on the side of my bed and my head bent. I, I tr sometimes I think to myself like maybe this was maybe this makes me stronger maybe this makes me a better person because I'm dealing with this but it, it those thoughts go back to like you know this is where mentally I belong like I belong in depression I belong in despair I belong in loneliness and I don't understand it. I don't know why my brain thinks that way. Because I remember back, you know, your later years in high school, or my later years, I had all these friends. All the so all my social issues in grade school stopped, like, freshman into sophomore year of high school. I finally had, like, my friend group. Somehow, my friend group became the popular kids, which I had never been in my whole life. And, you know, people, like, I, I was only, the only sport I played in high school was tennis. I wasn't, like, on the football team or anything like that. But it'd be weird because, because of the people I was friends with, you know, some kid from another school would, like, come to a party or hang out or something. He'd be like, oh, yeah, I heard your name before. Like, Where? He's like, oh, just, like, people talking in school. Like, How would you know me? And that happened to me in college a couple of times. It's like, oh, like, you're the guy from this story or something. And it would still surprise me, but there's not a single person here besides the people who I have worked with who knows who I am. And that's a, that's a rational thing. There's no reason I should expect people to know who I am. I'm not a celebrity or anything. But I, I kind of miss just those interactions. Not because it made me feel good because people know who I am. I don't want that to be a conception, but... Uh, I guess I felt more connected with people. Like, it almost encouraged me to be more social. If that would make sense. But basically, I went from having this massive friend group, guys and girls. We all, for the most part, got along with each other. We'd always hang out. Like, you know, we had the hangout spots. We'd schedule things. Once or twice, we took trips together. And now it's, I don't even talk to these people anymore. And I'm halfway across the country away from him in the first place. I don't get how you go from knowing everything about somebody and them knowing everything about you to I don't even know what this person's doing for a job now. I don't know where they live. I don't know what they do. I don't know if they're in a relationship. I don't know if they're married. I don't know if they have a kid. Well, the kid thing I'd probably see on Facebook, but, uh, yeah, it, it's weird, even college, having, from, like, grade school to college, having people you'd see every day and knowing, knowing them and talking to them about stuff, to going to a lifestyle where 
there's no one to talk to you. There's no one to connect with. It's, uh, I've never really looked at it like how I'm looking at it right now, talking to this, but, uh, it's definitely different. I just hope that wherever I do go, I can, not like high schoolers, but, uh, you know, actually have a friend group and meet people based on, you know, mutual friends and stuff like that. Because sometimes when you meet a mutual friend, they end up being your best friend. It's crazy how that works. You think the dude you met him through was a good friend of yours, and you start connecting with that person. It's like, oh my god, you're the shit. But, uh, like, there's no possibility of that happening for me if I continue with the lifestyle that I currently have. But again, it's like I feel content about it. It makes no sense. It really doesn't. And right now, I feel like I have more to say about it, but I don't know what. Like, I feel like there's a point that I want to get, you know, out of my brain. I don't know what it is. Because when it comes to me doing this diary, I don't have, you know, a time goal for how long it's going to be. I don't give a shit if it's 10 minutes or if it's two hours. It's... I want it to be what I'm thinking and feeling, but I don't even know what my brain wants me to say right now about it. Because I know there's something there. I know there's something. It's weird. It's really weird. But, like, at the moment, I think... uh in a couple days here, I'm going back home for the holidays, so to my sibling, my two parents, uh, I have a cousin coming up, and grandparents, but when I go there, I'm pretty sure I'm going to feel the same way, even though I have all these people, the few people in the world who actually give a shit about me and love me, I'm still going to feel isolated and alone. And I'm going to assume that's a bipolar thing. I don't... Again, I don't want it to be that way, but my head's telling me that's how it should be. And it's conflicting. Because I almost feel like there has to be a reason why my head's telling me that. And when I say my head, I don't mean like there's a voice inside my head instructing me. It's not like that. But. I, I know it's not a healthy thing to be that way. But I don't know what it is that's pulling me to the conclusion that that's where I belong at. Isolated. I don't know what it is. And I don't know if I'm going to figure that out either. That's a weird one. I know when I go home, I'm going to have all these people around me. Everyone hasn't seen me in years. 
like I'm basically going to be the center of attention there, which I, I've never been a center of attention person. I never have. And I know the whole time I'm going to be like re basically rejecting all this love and affection, which I never get. But I'm just so, I guess, accustomed to not being connected with people at all that uh, I don't know I'll know how to take it. I don't know. Maybe I go home and I am social. I mean, that'd be the the best thing, right? I go home, I get along. Like, I get along with my family in the first place, but I get along with everybody. I'm socializing. We're doing things together. But on the flip side, I could go home and just, you know, sleep 12 hours a day, sit on the couch in the living room, give one word responses. I don't know how it's going to be. It's not like I would give one word responses or not talk to people because I'm mad at them or I don't, or I don't, uh, I don't like them. I don't, I don't want to say don't want to talk to them because I guess that would be what it is. I guess my reasons for being short with people or not trying to connect to them would be that I don't want to talk to them, but I don't know why I would feel that way. That's a tough one too. I just hope it goes well. I don't think it won't go well, but I'm hoping that when I go home, it'll be more normal than I anticipated being. Like a more normal, like, you know, family interactions. But I'm not sure. If a shrink ever listens to this, they're going to be fascinated. <laughs> <laughs> they probably sound insane right now at least to the average person I realized uh, after I posted the first episode yesterday that some of the stuff I'm talking about I don't even talk about my therapist with and I don't like talking I really don't but uh, I don't know why in this format I guess I'm just letting my brain run with it. Just vocalize it. Like, I guess, like, honestly, these are all the thoughts that I have running circles through my brain 24-7. And I guess I just finally have somewhere where I can vocalize them at. Because uh, I would Google, like, a place to voice thoughts. I go on the bipolar Reddit, and you know, I tried making a post or two, but they get no attention because even on bipolar Reddit, people only respond if you're a female. And I'm not saying that in an anti-female type way, but every post would be like I parentheses twenty F, so twenty female. Those would be the posts that have the most comments on. You'd have all the dudes in the comments. Oh, I'm here for you if you need anything. And then the next post down, it's you know some normal dude who's going through some real shit and you know he's got like maybe two comments on it i don't know if they're just thirsty bipolar people on reddit or i don't know but i couldn't find anywhere else on the internet where i could let my brain let my brain run Then I got this stupid idea where 
let me put it in a podcast format. Which again, like, I had two people listen to episode one. And I'm fine with it being zero. I might be the only person making technically content. I don't care if people see it. And the other thing is, I'm using it as a diary, but I will never go back and listen to this. Because I hate, I hate seeing pictures of myself. I hate hearing myself talk. I hate hearing my voice. So I will never go back and listen to this. I'm just kind of... Again, I'm just letting my brain run. I, I don't... Because I wouldn't say after making the first part of this yesterday that I felt better. But at least I'm not sitting here with my brain going crazy. And now that I'm getting off topic, I guess uh, that's where I'm going to end it. I think uh, I won't do one tomorrow. Then I leave the next day. So uh, it'll be a couple weeks until I might do another episode of this. Because I'm not going to, you know, put, put like, oh, I want to do three episodes a week or nothing like that. I might, hell, I might do, uh, I just did two in two days. I might do, I could do seven in seven days. I might go without making one of these for a month. I don't know. But, uh, I guess it's good for my brain to not feel like it's imploding for once for, you know, a short while. So again, if anyone does listen to this and you actually listen to the whole thing, uh, I just hope you took something from it, I guess. Maybe a understanding or in, a insight, I don't know. But uh, yeah, until next time, I'll see you.